Chapter 8, Robert's 10 Steps to Financial Success. It's easy to find great deals. It's just like riding a bike. After a little wobbling, it's a piece of cake. When it comes to money, it takes determination to get through that wobbling. Our culture has told us that the love of money is the root of all evil. That we just need to find a profession and work hard and the government will take care of us when we're old. The message is still to work hard, earn money, and spend it. And when you run short, we can always borrow more. And that is why for so many of us, our financial genius within is asleep. If you want to go against the masses, Robert offers the thought process he goes through every day. Ten steps that you can use to awaken your financial genius. Follow the ones you want or make up your own. Your financial genius is up to the task. Number one, find a reason greater than reality, the power of spirit. Many want to be financially free, but they turn away because the road seems too difficult to get there. People need a strong, clear goal or reason in order to push through the obstacles that life throws at them. A reason or a purpose is a combination of wants and don't wants, just like Robert's reason for wanting to be wealthy. First, his don't wants as those create the wants. He didn't want to work his whole life. He didn't want job security in a house in the suburbs, unlike his parents. He didn't like being an employee and didn't want to stay busy working on his career to the detriment of time with the love with his loved ones, only to have the government take most of what he worked for when he died, as happened with his father. What does he want? Robert wants to be free and wants to travel the world while young and live the lifestyle he loves. He wants to be free and have control over his time. He wants his money to work for him. Like Robert, you must have a strong enough emotional reasons behind wanting to be wealthy to sustain you through setbacks. Robert has lost money many times, but he kept going because the reason was because his reasons were strong enough. Two, make daily choices the power of choice. Your spending habits reflect who you are. Most people choose not to be rich. They tell themselves they're not interested in money or that they're young and don't need to worry about it yet. But those excuses rob them of time, the most precious asset, and learning. We all have the choice every single day of what we do with our time and money and what we put in our heads. He urges people to invest first in education as our mind is our most powerful tool. Once we're old enough, we all have the choice of what we put in our brains. But instead of choosing to invest in learning, most people simply just buy investments. When you learn something new, you often must make mistakes to fully understand it. Arrogant or critical people are afraid of taking risks, so they often won't listen to experts. It is not a question of intelligence. Intelligent people can, buy, can be ignorant if they combine their smarts with arrogance. A truly intelligent person, on the other hand, welcomes new ideas. New ideas can combine with already accumulated ones and result in something great. Listen, learn, take a long view of wealth. Not a get-rich-quick mentality. Invest in your greatest asset, your mind, before investing in stocks or real estate. Three, choose friends carefully, the power of association. Robert learns from all his friends, both those who have money, seeking their knowledge, and those who struggle financially. The latter group teaches him what not to do. Any panel of experts will have one who says the market is going to crash and another who says that the market's going to boom. Listen to both, because both have valid points. Be true to yourself and don't go along with the crowd. 
This can be one of the hardest parts of wealth building. The crowd usually shows up too late to a great deal. Don't try to time the market. Get in position for the next wave. Wise investors buy an investment when it's not popular. They know their profits are made when they buy, not when they sell. Four, master a formula and learn a new one. The power of learning quickly. Be careful what you learn because you become what you put in your head. The masses have one basic formula. Go to work, earn money, pay bills, balance checkbooks, buy some mutual funds, and go back to work. If you're not making enough money, or more importantly, you're not happy, you need to change that formula. Number five, pay yourself first. The power of self-discipline. Personal self-discipline is the number one delineating factor between the rich, the poor, and the middle class. The world pushes you around and puts pressure on you. Robert teaches students in his entrepreneurship classes that the three most important management skills to starting a business are management of cash flow, people, and personal time. These apply to everyone, not just entrepreneurs, and each of these skills is enhanced by the mastery of self-discipline. To successfully pay yourself first, don't get into large debt positions that you have to pay for. Keep your expenses low, build up assets first, then buy the big house or nice car. When you come up short, let the pressure build and don't dip into your savings or investments. Use the pressure to inspire your financial genius when it comes with when it comes up with new ways of making more money, and then pay your bills. You will have increased your ability to make more money as well as your financial intelligence. Remember that this rule does not encourage self-sacrifice or financial abstinence. It doesn't mean pay yourself first and starve. Life was meant to be enjoyed. If you call in your financial genius, you can have all the goodies of life, become wealthy, and, and pay your bills. 6. Pay your brokers well. The power of good advice. Many people try to save a few dollars by using discount brokers or selling their house on their own. But not only do good professionals save you time, they make you money. Information is priceless. A good broker should provide you with information as well as making you money. Learn from them. In truth, what you pay them is a tiny comparison with what kind of money you can make with the information they give you. 7. Be an Indian giver. The power of getting something for nothing. The term Indian giver arose out of a cultural misunderstanding when the first European settlers came to the New World. If a settler was cold, an Indian would give the person a blanket. The settler mistook this gift, this as a gift and was offended when the Indian asked for it back. The Indian got upset when the settler did not want to get it, give it back. It was a misunderstanding of what the transaction actually was. In terms of investing and the asset column, it's key to be an Indian giver. That is, getting your initial investment back and quickly. Some don't like the risk and prefer to keep their money in savings accounts. But there, it's not making any money. And they also don't get anything for free with it. 8. Use assets to buy luxuries. The power of focus. Robert loves luxuries as much as the next person, but he won't borrow money for them, instead focusing on the asset column to create the money to buy those luxuries. Developing cash flow from an asset is easy in theory. What's hard is the mental fortitude to direct money to the correct use. Borrowing money is easy in the short term, but harder in the long run. 9. 
Choose Heroes, The Power of Myth. One of the most powerful ways we learn as children is pretending to be our heroes. Robert continues that as an adult, though his heroes have changed, instead of pretending to be Willie Mays, at bet, he channels the bravado of Trump while negotiating a deal or the analytical skill of Warren Buffett when looking at trends. By having heroes, we tap into their genius, and because they make it look easy, they inspire us to try. 10. Teach and you shall receive the power of giving. Robert learned from Rich Dad to give money as well as education. He would say, if you want something, you first need to give. Whenever you feel in need of something, whether that's money, a smile, love, or friendship, give it first and it will come back in buckets. Be generous with what you have and make sure you are giving for the joy that giving itself brings not giving simply to receive. That will conclude chapter eight.